You are listening to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast with Monica Louie, episode number 68. Welcome to the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast, where we help online entrepreneurs grow their influence, amplify their impact, and scale their businesses all the way to seven figures. And now, here's your host, Monica Louie. Hey, hey, I'm Monica Louie and welcome to episode 68. Thank you so much for joining me for the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. Today, I have Sierra back on the podcast with me and we are talking about one of my favorite topics, Facebook ads. Now, if you're new to the podcast and don't know me yet, then let me welcome you and share a little bit about my business. I'm Monica Louie, and I'm a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist, and I run a successful ads agency where my team and I manage ads for six and seven figure online businesses. I'm also the creator of Flourish with Facebook ads, which is my online training program that teaches my step-by-step system for creating campaigns that convert. My team and I have managed more than two and a half million dollars in ad spend and served more than 1,000 students and clients. And we are in the trenches every single day, keeping a pulse on what's working now in the world of Facebook and Instagram ads. And while I absolutely love teaching about Facebook and Instagram ads, the goal of this podcast is to discuss what it really takes to build a seven-figure online business. And of course... Facebook and Instagram ads can be a huge part of scaling your business. For this episode, I've asked Sierra to join me again for this conversation to answer some of our frequently asked questions. Sierra is my content manager, copywriter, and so much more. And she's been my guest on the podcast for the last few episodes. So if you want to learn more about how Sierra and I work together, you can check out episode 66. You can find that at monicalouie.com slash 66. It's been a little while since I've talked about Facebook ads on the podcast, so we've decided to break this Facebook ads Q&A into a two-part series. So stay tuned for next week's episode where we'll be diving into even more questions. But in this episode, a lot of the questions are around strategy and how to use Facebook and Instagram ads to help you achieve your business goals. So if you've been wondering how they might fit into your marketing strategy, This is the episode for you. But before we dive in, I want to make sure you know that you can find all the links and resources that are mentioned in today's episode at monicalouie.com slash 68. That's M-O-N-I-C-A-L-O-U-I-E dot com slash the number 68. All right. Here's my conversation with Sierra Robertson, one of my team Flourish Rockstars. Welcome back, Sierra. Thanks for joining me again on the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. I am so excited to be here. I feel like this will be a really interesting view into a little bit deeper into our process and how we communicate with our students and with potential students about Facebook ads. So let's dive right into this. So as I mentioned on um, a previous episode, I manage our customer service inbox. And in our evergreen funnel, uh, we invite our readers to share their number one struggle with Facebook ads. And because we put such a high priority on customer service on Team Flourish, we really pride ourselves in going above and beyond and really thoroughly and clearly answering questions and offering advice uh, to all of our students and also people who are potential students to give them really good guidance on how Facebook ads could work for them so they can really start to 
see how it would fit into their strategy and into their business. So in those rare instances when I don't actually know the answer to the question, I will go straight to the source and I ask you. So our process is that when we get a really challenging or a very novel question, I will send Monica a quick Foxer message outlining the question and she'll be able to verbally give me the answer back. And then I'll transform that into my response back to the student. So we want to give you a little insight into how that kind of plays out in action. And by doing a little FAQ Q&A right here on the podcast. So if you have questions about Facebook or Instagram that you've been dying to ask, uh, if you want to know more about how ads could work for your strategy or in your business, we might just answer your question here today. And if we don't answer your question, we would love for you to submit a question uh, to us online. And we may answer that in a future Q&A episode. So if you'd like to submit a question, you can go to monicalouie.com slash question to ask yours. Love it. This is going to be fun. Yes. I'm so excited. We have some really, really good questions and they get, I think people will find this really, really valuable because these are ones that I see really often. So I picked from some examples of questions that we've received before or recently that are really demonstrative of the kinds of questions that people are often wondering about Facebook ads. So let's get started. So Audrey in the inbox said, I heard you on the Smart Passive Income podcast and it piqued my interest in using Facebook ads to grow a business. I know very, very little about how to use them. I do know that I see them in my feed and I have purchased through them. So I believe that they work. So my number one thing is my ignorance in how to use them. So what would you say to someone like Audrey? How would you suggest that she start learning about Facebook ads? Yeah, well, I mean, we have a lot of different options when it comes to Facebook ads. So to get started learning about Facebook ads, that's exactly why I created my Facebook ad starter kit, which is completely free. And so if you haven't grabbed that yet, you can grab that at monicalouie.com slash guide. And it's just a PDF download, but it really walks you through how you can use Facebook ads in your business and the steps to start planning your first campaign. So that's a great resource to go to. But really in kind of to give an overview of how one can use Facebook ads in their business. What you want to think about is Facebook and Instagram ads, they're, they use the same platform. So I kind of use those terms interchangeably. You use the same platform and then you can promote your ad. You can create an ad on either or both platforms just by using the same ads manager is what it's called. And really think about it as an amplifier of your message. So you know whatever you post on Facebook or Instagram, you can get more eyes on that post with using, with paying essentially, paying to play, giving Facebook a little bit of money and telling it who to show your ad to. But I like to use it the more strategically with how they're really going to help my business or your business, for my students' business, uh, my clients' business. You know, what are the goals? So really think about your overall goals for your business and then how amplifying something can help you achieve those goals. So essentially, they are a traffic driver. So you can you can use them in a few different ways. You can use them for brand awareness to just make people more aware of your brand, of your offerings. Maybe you just launched a podcast. When I launched this podcast, I use Facebook ads to kind of help get the word out that I had launched my podcast. But you can also use them to 
drive traffic to your website. So let's say you just wrote a great blog post that you want to get more eyes on it. Maybe it's monetized in a couple of different ways with affiliate marketing or display ads. Then you can drive traffic to that blog post for very low cost and find the right people through Facebook's advanced targeting options. And then you can make sure that you're getting that blog post in front of the right people as opposed to just posting it on Facebook and Instagram and hoping that the right people come across it, right? So in exchange for that little bit of money that you invest in your Facebook or Instagram ad, then you get to direct Facebook as to who to show the ads to. And you can also use it to promote your lead magnet, to grow your email list. You can use it to promote your products. So those are just a couple of different ways, a few different common ways that we commonly use Facebook and Instagram ads for our own products and offerings, um, and then also for our clients and students as well. Kind of building on that, we have another reader who asked, um, I'm too paralyzed with the thought of losing my money. I'm struggling to decide what I want to achieve. So if you were just starting out, if you have never run Facebook ads in the past, what would be the kind of the first thing that you would start with? What would be the first things you'd want to consider before you start running Facebook ads so you can start off with success? Sure. So being terrified of you know losing money, that's a common thing. So if you've got a path to profit already, then you've got a great way that you can use Facebook ads to help kind of fuel that profit. So to grow that profit. So if you've got an evergreen funnel, for example, or a webinar that converts really well that offers then your paid product, that is one of the most common way that we use Facebook ads is to drive traffic to those funnels, but it also could look as simple as driving traffic to a monetized blog post like I just mentioned a minute ago. So if you've got a path to profit that is already working for you, then that's where I suggest starting. So just driving traffic to that funnel, to whatever that is, you know, that blog post, just getting more eyes on that. And then with the targeting and with the options that you have for creating ads, you should be able to, you know, as long as you're making more money on the back end, then have that ROI. But just go into it also knowing that there is going to be some time and some money needed to test out what's going to work for you. So that first offer that you promote may not work out so great, but you've got to kind of understand that and go into that understanding that everything is a learning experience. So you don't want to be afraid to lose money, think of that as a learning opportunity. I mean, the first time you might hit it out of the park, that is certainly possible. But other times it takes some some testing and some time and some tweaking to kind of understand how they work and to get the results that you're looking for. So I just want to set that expectation. But a great, I mean, a great strategy for almost anyone in the online space is to use Facebook ads to grow your email list. So promoting a lead magnet, whether you have a paid offer on the back end of that with an evergreen email funnel, for example, or not, putting a little bit of money to growing your email list can have return on investment over the long term because you're building, you're growing your email list, you're growing your audience of people who've opted in to hear from you. And through your follow-up email series um, and your newsletter, you can really build that relationship so that when you are ready to make an offer for a paid product, then they'll be more likely and ready to buy. Yeah, I think that's, um, I know that some language that we often use internally when we're talking about how to use Facebook ads strategically and to kind of combat that fear that people have of just like throwing money at the Facebook ads beast is um, we like to, we like to talk about it in terms of, you know, you can either think of Facebook ads as being a money hole 
or as a potential ATM. And if you think about it in terms of like, this is just another puzzle to figure out. This is another piece of my marketing plan. And I'm going to commit for at least a period of time to really be thoughtful in my experimentation. Then if I pull the right levers and I, and I really work with the platform, I can turn it into an ATM instead of just a money hole. So I think that those are that that's language that we tend to think of and sometimes that I've used in communicating with people in our inbox about you know switching that mindset from being one where it's fear of losing money to considering the opportunity that Facebook ads can present for us. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm here for. You know, that is my passion to help people make that switch. You know, if you're running Facebook ads already and they're not working well for you and you want to figure out why, you know, what you can change to make them better. That's what I'm here for to help you do. And also, you know, if you're ready to get started and you want to go about it the right way, you know, I've been doing this a long time now. I've worked on gosh, countless numbers of campaigns with different offers and so I've seen what works. You know, my team and I do this consistently, creating successful campaigns for our clients. And I help my students with that as well. And so, um, anyway, so you're in the right place, basically, you know, listening to this podcast, um, but then also grabbing that free guide is a great place to start too. Excellent. This is an awesome question, really building off of what we've been talking about. So, a great question from Holly. She says, How long after you launch a blog would you suggest running ads to it? So I love this question because she's already, you know, thinking about being serious and growing her blog, right? She's considering Facebook ads right from the start. This is a question that comes up a lot because people want to know like, when is the right time to run Facebook ads, right? When should I get started with that? Well, as I said, if you have a path to profit, then you're in a prime position to drive traffic to that path to profit, whatever that may be, and help fuel the fire of that profit, right? But if you have some money to invest upfront, let's say you're just starting your blog, like Holly suggests, you're just starting your blog, but you know that you're serious about this, you're ready to invest. You know, many of us invest in courses and coaches. If you take a little bit of the money that you have to invest in your business and put it towards Facebook ads, then you can help amplify your growth of your blog right from the start. So what I would do is I would think about as you're starting your blog, how can I monetize the blog right from the start? So many times for bloggers, that's through affiliate marketing. And if you want help with affiliate marketing, Michelle Schroeder-Gardner has a fantastic course. She was recently on the podcast, um, but she's got a, a fantastic course that many that I have taken, many of my students and clients have taken with great success. So we'll be sure to have that link in the show notes. But it, the course is Making Sense of Affiliate Marketing. But it's a fantastic, inexpensive course to get started with affiliate marketing. So I would think about that as you're creating your blog that you want to you know, create not just a blog, but you want to create a business so that you can make money from your blog. And so starting there and then just driving traffic to those monetized blog posts. And as I said, you can get started for a very low, a very small budget. I recommend 5 to $10 a day driving traffic to your monetized blog posts and you can get a return on investment very quickly. And think about that you're driving traffic to your blog to help grow your blog traffic overall. As long as you are promoting your lead magnet on your website and in your blog post, hopefully at the end of your blog post, you have a call to action to join your newsletter or grab your free lead magnet. Then you're also growing your email list. And so over time, you're able to build your audience, grow your email list, grow your website visitors and those returning website visitors as well, and maybe making a little bit of money on the way. So that's how I would get started if I was just starting out with a blog today. 
Yeah. Actually, that interview with uh, Michelle Schroeder Gardner was episode 60. If you want to kind of get a taste for her approach and how she really built her blog and really thought of it as a business and turned it into a, you know, a seven figure blog business. That was a really, really great episode. So I'd encourage everyone to listen to that too, if you're thinking about affiliate marketing. And what's cool about that, as you were saying about driving traffic and all of that, if you're thinking that ultimately you'd really like to have ad networks or something like that on your blog, Facebook ads can be a really great way to get those views and your monthly traffic up so that you can start to qualify for you know higher quality and more ad networks too. So you, know, you might start with affiliate marketing, but you can move toward other strategies and monetize in multiple ways. And all of that is kind of built and fueled by driving that traffic through Facebook. Absolutely. Let's see. I've got a couple more really good questions. I think I know the answer to this, but let's maybe help Paula troubleshoot here. So Paula says, I've been running multiple Facebook boosts a week, but only seeing good results some of the time. What's a better, more intentional strategy to help me get the results I need for my business? So she is boosting her posts, it sounds like. How do you feel about boosting <laughs> posts, Monica? Oh, well, I, I giggle because I am not a fan of boosting posts. Why? <laughs> well, for boosting posts, so for those of you who are not aware, when you have your Facebook page, your business uh, page for your Facebook page, for your blog, for your brand, your business, you will post something and then Facebook gives you the option to quote unquote boost the post. Right. If you post something organically, you're just posting yes. it to the page, right? To the page. Exactly. And so you can hit the button and you know, three clicks or less, they make it so simple that you can spend a little bit of money to get more eyes on your Facebook post. And they have this option on Instagram as well. And you know, it sounds so simple that, you know, if this, they'll, they'll let you know too that this post is performing 85% better than all your other posts. So don't yes. you want to spend a little bit of money to get more eyes on this post? Because obviously it is resonating with people. So that's the way that Facebook will approach it with you. I've, I've seen those notifications in my feed too, or my notifications will pop up. Yes. And so with that, you know, to me, I look at it as that is Facebook's low-hanging fruit that, you know, people are going to say, well, that sounds like a good idea. And, and Facebook will even suggest, you know, for $10, $30, just a little bit of money, you know, you can get more eyes on this. And so it sounds really good because they make it so easy that you can just click, 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 and then you've boosted your post and Facebook's making money. You're getting more eyes on your post. So it feels like a win-win. However, when that happens, my thought is that most of the time, you know, while that post may be resonating and doing well organically, that may or may not be the post that I actually want to spend money promoting. So, you know, maybe that's a post to an interview I did on somebody else's podcast that I just published, you know, and for some reason it's taking off and resonating with people. Or maybe it was just a behind the scenes of, you know, my latest shopping haul or, you know, what I did with my kids that day and my kids were super cute. So of course people were engaging with it more, you know? So just thinking about like how that incorporates into my goals for my business maybe it's not the best use of my money to quote unquote boost 
that post. So maybe there's something else I can be more intentional about. And this is what Paul is asking is, you know, what's a better, more intentional strategy to help me get the results that I am looking for in my business? That's where I think I want you to think through, you know, what is my path to profit? How am I going to make money in my business? How am I making money? What's already working in my business? And then figure out where a good starting point to drive traffic to could be. So if you've got a course, for example, that's selling well and you've got an email funnel or an evergreen funnel, webinar funnel, you know, some kind of funnel that is leading to course sales on a consistent basis for you organically, then that's a prime place to start with using Facebook and Instagram ads is to drive traffic to the starting point of your funnel, which is usually a free offer like a lead magnet or a webinar or something like that. So that's where I would start there. For our blogging audience, if you've got you know a monetized blog post that is consistently hitting it out of the park for you, it's getting found on search, you know that it's monetized really well, it's making you good money, it's maybe your top revenue source for your blog, that one blog post, then I would start there with driving traffic to it from Facebook and using Facebook ads. You know, in general, growing your email list is always going to be a good thing, as I've said. So just think about, you know, what are my goals in my business? And then think about spending a little bit of money on the starting point to drive traffic to help achieve that goal. Well, so now I have a follow-up question to that. So let's say that I do have a really great organic post. Maybe I just composed, you know, I was just organically sharing about my lead magnet or I was talking about an interview on my podcast or something and I posted it organically and I did get really good engagement on it. Is there any way I can like build on that momentum using what had been an organic post, but not boosting it? Yes. Okay. So maybe it is, you know, to your point, maybe that is something that, yes, this is, you know, Facebook is suggesting I spend money on this post and it is something that I do want to spend money on. Then what you can do is instead of just clicking boost post, and the reason why I don't like doing that is because your options are limited when you do that. So you're doing it outside of the ads manager. When you go into the ads manager, which is really not a scary place as it sounds, as it might sound then you have more options when it comes to getting more eyes on that post or you know driving more traffic to that page that you've linked to in that post. So what you can do is you can actually pull that post with all of its social proof and organic engagement that it's getting into an ad in the ads manager. And then you have more options as far as who to get that ad in front of with the targeting. And then you can also... Maybe that first version is getting good engagement, but maybe you want to test a different image in the ad. Maybe you want to keep the same copy, but just test a different image because you think there's another image that might resonate well and get you even better, lower, more engagement, more results for... Uh, less money. So I am a huge proponent of testing your ads, testing different audiences, but you can't do that when you're just boosting a post. You actually, if you are going to do that, you have to go into the ads manager anyway to set up those tests. So why not just you know create the campaign the right way from the start, pull that post that's getting good engagement into your campaign. And then you have the option there to test a different image or maybe test a video ad versus that image ad. So you have other options that you can work with there and really get more for your money in the long run by doing so. Awesome. Well, that leads into another really good question, kind of more about what to put in your ad. So Leanne asked, the number one thing I'm struggling with is strategy. How do I know what to put into my ad? I'm a creative entrepreneur who tends to overthink all things tech. 
Okay. This is good. So as far as like the tech, feeling nervous about tech, that wasn't her main question, but I just want to address that, that I do not consider myself to be a super techie person. You know, I can figure some things out (laughs) when it comes to like tools and software, but I am not one of those like geeky engineering type, like tech kind of overwhelms me a little bit. Like, I mean, Many people are, feel like WordPress is very easy to, to understand. And for me, I feel like it's a black hole to like understand what is happening in there. I can get by, but I am no means... Do you want me hanging out back into my website very much? That's why people like Sierra and others on my team. You and I share that feeling. We're kind of... <laughs> I think we both sort of feel that way that like, um, I know enough to be dangerous. Yes, <laughs> but exactly. not enough to so, be an expert. So I do not consider myself to be a very techie person, but I figured out the ads manager. And when you know what you're doing and you understand the strategy and you know what the terms mean, that goes a long way in helping you figure out you know, which button to push and which option to choose and all of that. So I just want to get that out of the way. But her question is more about the ad and what should she put in the ad? So this is one of the things that I really love about Facebook ads is that they give us so many options, but at the same time, that can be very overwhelming, especially when you're just getting started. You know, So we can do... Nowadays, we can do a static image ad. So a single image ad. We can do a single video. We can do a GIF. We can do a carousel ad where we have multiple images or videos. We can create a slideshow. We can do an instant experience. I mean, there are all these different things. And then they give you templates for all of these different things in there. And it kind of is a little bit overwhelming. So when you're first starting out, I like to just keep things simple. So I like to keep things simple with a single image ad. That's usually the first thing we test on my team. It's just usually the fastest kind of ad that we can get going anyway. So that's usually where we start. So a single image ad, and then you'll have some copy above the image. And so you'll need to figure out what to say there. And then you'll have your headline, which is that larger text that appears below the image on the Facebook ad. When you're creating an Instagram ad, there's no headline. Just because on Instagram, we don't have a head, any place for a headline. And that's really what you've got to figure out. So for the headline, my tip for the headline is to make it attention grabbing. And I like to make it clear what the offer is in the headline and in the image. So for my Facebook ad starter kit, then I can have a picture of the guide there in my image. And then in my headline, I can say free Facebook ad starter kit. And I might add a little bit more to that, make it a little bit longer, how to get started with Facebook ads in as little, you know, in, in just 10 minutes or something like that, where it, I'm kind of addressing maybe the objection of people feeling like it's going to take a lot of time or, you know, without understanding or without being a techie. Maybe I say without being a techie or something like that, where, you know, I'm addressing that objection that I need to be really techie in order to conquer Facebook ads. So that's what I would do in the headline is just make it clear what the offer is. And then for the copy, You just need enough copy to draw the reader in and let them know who you're speaking to. So for me, I speak to bloggers and online business owners. So in the very first line, I want to say maybe attention blogger or attention bloggers or attention online business owners or something. Just make clear who I'm speaking to. Or I make a strong statement or ask a question. Have you been struggling with getting started with Facebook ads? Something like that to really just draw in the right person to my ad so that they want to keep reading 
the copy in my ad. And then I just give them enough information about why they need my free offer, who it's for, and how to grab it. So I always make sure I have a clear call to action at the end of my copy that says, click the learn more button below to grab your free Facebook ad starter kit today. So I make it very clear what the next step is. Or you know, click this link to grab my free Facebook ad starter kit. And then I'll put the link there in the copy. So make the call to action very clear. You don't have to have a lot of copy. Lots of times people will ask, well, you know, should I have a lot of copy or just a little bit of copy? How much copy is too much copy? How much copy do I need? And you really just need enough to make it clear why they need your thing, you know, what the next step is they should take. So what that call to action is, whether it's to click to download or click to read, whatever that is, and you know, make them understand that it's important for them to grab it and what the benefits are as opposed to just the features of this is what you're going to learn, then let them know why that's important to them. Always understand why that's important to them. So if you're giving a simple checklist away, maybe you don't need as much copy. So that's something to test is how much copy do what you really need. So we like to test like a shorter version of the copy, compared to a longer version of the copy. And it kind of depends on the audience and what the offer is, you know, what the right amount of copy is. But that's why we like to do a lot of testing. Um, and then the image, just you know, on the image and the headline, make it clear what the offer is. Yeah. And if you want to go a little bit deeper with what you should put in your Facebook ad, Monica did an entire episode on this on episode 15 of the podcast. So go to monicalouie.com slash 15. It's Facebook ads, how to create a killer Facebook ad that converts. So there's actually a video training that goes with that as well. So if you want to see some ad examples and maybe get a little inspired. So if you want more resources on this, we got them. And that's something I love to do in our inbox too, is just offering all of our free resources. And if you're a business owner thinking about like, how can you help to you know, make these conversations really, really rich with people in your inbox uh, when needed, you, know, you probably have a blog post that could address someone's question or address someone's objection. So I think it's very important and it's something we pride ourselves on is offering lots and lots of free resources whenever we can. So if somebody had a question like this, I would definitely be pointing them to that podcast episode to go even further on that topic. Okay, here's one that maybe is a quick question. So this is from Lisa. She says, I sell Sensi. Will Facebook ads work for me? This is a question I'm getting more and more often from people in response to our invitation to ask questions in our funnel. People are asking more often, they have a business that is a direct sales business like Unique Makeup or Mary Kay or Pharmacy. All of those are makeup products, but there are a lot of other direct sales kinds of products out there and people are trying to build more businesses around that and uh, they want to make more sales. So I think this might be an increasingly relevant question. Yeah. So I mean, anytime that you have something to offer, something to promote, then Facebook and Instagram ads can work for you. So I mean... As I said at the beginning, they are an amplifier. They are a means to drive more traffic. So what I would do is in the online space, I like content marketing. So I would create a video of you know my products, whatever that is, you know what's really cool about it, show the really cool features, and then point people to where they can learn more about the product, or give them you know maybe you write a blog post or create a video, either any of these content ideas you can do either or, where you know seven cool ways to incorporate Sensi in your home or something like that, or maybe 
seven cool ways that you may not have thought of or something like that. So something that it's going to be, you know, piquing their curiosity and getting them to click. Also, you know, anytime if you can offer a free lead magnet, a free guide, free checklist, you know, something like that, a template, something that's going to be relevant to them at the start of their journey or for those diehard fans that, you know, just need a a representative to keep going back to to you know place even more orders with then you want to get them on your email list to build that relationship with them and keep you know stay top of mind so they know where to turn so i think it can absolutely work for direct sales i haven't done it myself with any of my clients i haven't even had any clients in direct sales but i do know the space before i was actually a facebook ads strategist and before i was a blogger online i did do a small stint with a direct sales company so i understand how it works but I think that you could absolutely make it work with Facebook. Maybe I know a lot of people, a lot of these um, direct sale companies, they will have, they'll create their Facebook group to build their audience there. So, what you can do is offer a lead magnet and then on the thank you page, direct people to your Facebook group or, you know, get them on your email list and then follow up in an email and direct people to join your Facebook group. So, that's what I would say. I think all of these strategies can be relevant for, for this type of business model. Yeah. And I would also just uh, throw in there to make sure that if you are somebody is who is in direct sales, that you check with your company about what rules that they might have around your promotion as well. I know that Mary Kay in particular has some rules about the way that you're allowed to communicate about who you are as a representative of the business. So you want to make sure that you're checking those policies and things too, so that your ads are most successful. Very true. That's a good point. I would also, I've got one last question. Speaking of policies, so she said, I have a hard time getting Facebook ads approved and how do I make them work to reach a target market that will help me grow? So let's take just the first part of that question. What should people watch out for to make sure that they're getting their ads approved? So if you're having trouble with getting your ads approved or you want to make sure that you're following the rules, which we should all be wanting to make sure that we're following... Facebook ads policies. So you want to be well aware of what Facebook's ad policies are. And you can find those. This is just a shortcut at monicalouie.com slash ad policies. And that will take you straight to Facebook's ad policies. And so you want to read this. It's a little bit long, but you need to have as an advertiser who is accepting... Facebook's terms and conditions, you are stating that you are planning on following these rules. So you need to be aware of what they are and also understand that they do change from time to time. So anytime you are, let's say, you know, you've been running a campaign, but then maybe you stop for a while and you're coming back to it, just make sure that you're scrolling through their policies to see if anything has changed that is relevant to you and your business and what you're promoting. So always be aware of what the ad policies are. And as you kind of scroll through their prohibited content and restricted content, you will kind of see what may be relevant to you. So just be aware. I mean, you cannot promote the sale of weapons, ammunition, or explosives via Facebook ads or adult products or services or adult content. There are, there are things like that or sensational content. Ads must not contain shocking, sensational, inflammatory, or excessively violent content. So to be aware of what those policies are as you are crafting your ad and also promoting your offers to make sure that you are in line with their policies. So if you're getting your ads 
rejected, then I would see sometimes, not always, but sometimes Facebook will tell you which policy you are actually violating. And then you can see if that makes sense. And again, sometimes Facebook maybe got it wrong. We, we run into this a lot actually where we'll have a rejected ad and they will say that we, it was rejected for you know, XYZ reason and we just don't see it. So with that, Facebook usually gives you the option to request a manual review or I think the button says request review. And that's where you can have somebody like another person at Facebook look at it, review the policy, review your ad and see if it does in fact violate the policy. And that's where you can have a little conversation to learn more and ask them more about what exactly is violating the policy about your ad and get some insight there. Many times though, um, if we have a rejected ad, then we will request the review and then we will try and go chat with chat support if it's available, Facebook chat support to kind of get eyes on our ad a little bit sooner than the normal process. And then nine times out of 10, we're able to get the ad re-approved. Or at least if we are stumped as to what, what we've actually violated with our policies, then we'll get a little bit more insight as to what to change and how to modify the ad so that we are you know, complying with our policies. So that's super important. You don't want to be you know, willy-nilly uh, getting your ads rejected and just you know, disregarding what their policies are. That's a good way to get your ad account entirely shut down where then you just don't have the option to run Facebook ads anymore. So you don't want to do that. You want to be always sweet and curious with Facebook to find out what went wrong and get that additional review of your ad. Yeah, that was... I was just going to ask that. If I'm communicating with Facebook, how do I talk to them to... you know? tip my chances. Obviously, you know, we are not representatives of Facebook, so we can't speak on their behalf about what they do or don't approve. We can give your guidance and offer suggestions about what may be cueing Facebook to reject your ads. But that was exactly what I was going to ask was, you know, how can we talk to them to uh, what kinds of questions? Actually, that's a good idea. What would be a good question to ask? So let's say I, you know, I don't think I have done anything wrong. I think I, you know, I read the policies. I thought I created an ad in good faith. What would be your wording if you were going to invite, you were going to ask Facebook, what can I change to, to get my ad approved? How would you phrase that question? Yeah. So the way that we talk about it is on our team and the ads team, we we say, we're going to put our sweet caps on. So we're going to put a smile on our face and we're not going to express frustration. I know Facebook can be frustrating sometimes, especially when it comes to rejected ads. But we put a smile on our face and we ask, you know, we we let Facebook know that we want to make sure that we are in compliance and we're curious as to what specifically about the ad is violating the policy and which policy we are violating. And then that will usually open it up where the Facebook rep can give us some insights into you know, either, well, actually, I'm not finding that you're violating a policy, so I'm going to approve this and you're good to go. Or, you know, here, you know, if you change this or use this wording, or maybe you're over promising or something, then they can help kind of point out what might not be working. Another thing to keep in mind, though, is that it's not just the ad. This is a really important thing to remember. It can also be the landing page that you're pointing to in your ad. So if you are linking to a sales page and maybe in your ad, you're not over promising, but your sales page, you've got some language there that Facebook thinks 
is an overpromise, then that can trigger the rejection as well. So Facebook does review your landing pages. And so those need to be following their policies as well. And you always have to make sure that you are linking to your privacy policy at the bottom of your landing page that you're pointing to in your Facebook ad. So just keep that in mind. Make sure you've got that there. Uh, and that the link itself says privacy policy. And then you're linking directly to that. That's something that Facebook wants to see. But that's what I would do is I would just you know encourage, let them know upfront. I want to make sure that I'm in compliance and that my ad account is in good standing. You know, I plan to run Facebook ads to help grow my business, you know, now and into the future as my business grows. And I really want to make sure that I'm not violating any policies. Can you help me figure out which policy I'm in violation of and where, you know, what exactly about my ad is violating the policy? And just be just very open and curious and not be defensive, you know, don't come across as aggressive or defensive as to, you know, hey, my ad is fine. Can you just approve it now, please? You know, don't do that. Um, Mm -hmm. Be very nice (laughs) and curious with your response. Awesome. Well, I think that is a good chunk of questions for today. So I love sitting here and talking about this with you. I get lots of messages, not too many questions that I don't know the answers to. But when I do, I always come to you uh, to get a little more insight since you and the ads team really know what's going on. And you guys are in the ads manager all the time and setting up and creating ads. And you guys really know what is working right now. So in the event that I don't know the answer to a question, I always come to you. So thank you very much for answering these questions. I would love to come back for a part two. And if you are listening to this and any of these questions piqued your curiosity and you've got your own question that you'd like to submit, we would love for you to um, submit a question and we may answer it here on the podcast. So you can go to monicalouie.com slash question to submit yours. And thank you very much for having me, Monica. Yeah. Thanks so much, Sierra. This is a lot of fun. Always love chatting Facebook ads. So I'm excited to do more of this and answer more questions here on the podcast. So many great questions. I want to thank all of the audience members who ask those questions, those really great questions. And once again, we are going to be answering more questions in next week's episode. And I want to thank Sierra for joining me again here on the podcast. And we would love to hear your biggest takeaways from this episode. You can share those with us in the comments at monicalouie.com slash 68 or tag me on Instagram. I'm at Flourish with Monica. And of course, since Sierra is my content manager, she'll see your comments too. But you can find all the links and resources that we mentioned in this episode at monicalouie.com slash 68. And I want to thank you so much for joining Sierra and me today. If you are ready to scale your business with Facebook ads, then I want to let you know that my next live Facebook ads challenge is coming up and it is completely free. I have done a few live challenges in the past and they have all been a ton of fun. And most importantly, the participants have gotten great results. And you can sign up to be the first to be notified at monicalouie.com slash challenge. And if you're serious about conquering Facebook ads, then I invite you to check out my signature training program called Flourish with Facebook Ads. This program is for those who are ready to implement a high converting Facebook and or Instagram ad strategy to grow and scale their businesses. And you can learn more about that program at monicalouie.com slash flourish. And if you're interested in learning more about how my team and I might be able to help you with your Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest ads, go to monicalouie.com slash WWM. We have information there about our services.
As I mentioned, we'll have all the links and resources that we mentioned today in the show notes. You can find those at monicalouie.com slash 68. If you found this helpful, please leave a rating and review so that more people can find this podcast. It really helps the podcast get found by more people. And subscribe so that you can be notified when the next episode comes out. Brand new episodes come out every single Thursday. And next week, Sierra will be back again. And I'll be answering more frequently asked Facebook and Instagram ad questions. So I hope you join us next week on the Flourish to Seven Figures podcast. That's all for today. Take care, stay healthy, and let's flourish. Flourish.